The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. There might be some skeletons outside. Uh, also, we had to wait a little bit of time for Wolfie. Yeah, you! Are there skeletons? Can you give me a coast is clear or something? I hear footsteps. But they don't seem to be tied. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I guess that means the coast isn't clear. Oh, don't look at me, don't talk to him. He just pushed Wolfie out of the way, did you see that? All right, how do we do this? Uh, dogs will not attack creepers, as we know. All right, that'll do. That'll do just fine. Thank you very much for that warning, Wolfie. Oh, and there's more. We're being surrounded. Um, I. Mm -hmm. All right, I. Mm -hmm. All right, let's let's put some distance between us. Uh, while I am putting my life on the line. Oh God. Uh, I should mention, it is episode 514 whew, of Far Lands or Bust, and today is a Thursday, October 3rd, 2015, and good googly moogly, this place is, is no place to be at all, ever, indeed. <laughs> so let's get rid of the gunpowder, let's get Wolfie up, and let's continue west. That is indeed the problem with making your hidey hole in a forest like this is it tends to spawn quite a few quite a few green explody guys and then they tend to remain under the under the shrouds and within the cover of the green shrubberies and foliage but that's all right we seem to have done all right by that and we are continuing on west like i said and continuing raising money for Child's Play Charity. We had some more donations come in, and a, a very an anonymous, a very anonymous, it was very anonymous. Not normal anonymous, but very anonymous. No, an anonymous, very generous donation of $200 came in, uh, among some other donations. And we are up to $5,582.49 raised this season, season six of Far Lands of Bust. Quickly approaching 10% of the way to our $60,000 goal for the season. And I do appreciate uh, that very generous donation and, and all the donations, because they're all very generous. And they help get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. Uh, every little amount makes makes the world of difference, because it, it, like I said, goes towards getting toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. I mean, even... Whoops! It's foggy. It's suddenly very foggy. The fog is surrounding us, Wolfie. Well, oh, oh, no, that's better. Uh, <laughs> I accidentally hit the F key. <laughs> I don't know if you can rebind that. Can you rebind keys? Yeah, you can rebind keys. Maybe I should rebind that. But then again, it is possibly part of the part of the uh, the interest in playing in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 because the current versions of the game don't even have a fog key, do they? No, they don't. I don't think they do. If they do, you probably have to like hit Control F or something. But that's more of a view distance slider situation. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, every dollar counts. You know, we can go from everything from you know the big ticket items like 
iPads and, and Xboxes. Oh, I'm like, where's my shears? There they are, right in my hand. Xboxes and, and video games to to the little amounts can get apps and, uh, you know, little mobile games and uh, books or, or controllers or, or other setups, you know, it, it all goes towards a good cause and and I do appreciate it and I and I always appreciate the support for that through Farlands or Bust at farlandsorbust.com. Hey, listen to that. That made a lot of sense. Wolfie. Oh, careful, careful, Wolfie! Mm. <laughs> that was a little bit of an enthusiastic lunge towards that pig. But indeed, yeah, indeed. I think uh, I think that's uh, how that cookie crumbles. I've gotten a few comments on the last few episodes asking what the coordinates are, and I don't check F3, the F3 coordinates, until, until we raise our goal for the season. Like I said, this season is $60,000. Last season was $50,000. We did, and then I held the flabathon, and we pressed F3, and that number... The last number we we heard about was what was it two two six six seven seven nine two million two hundred sixty six thousand seven hundred seventy nine blocks from zero zero from the center of the map, which is eighteen ish percent of the way to the far lands, which are at twelve million blocks away. So that'll that'll put some uh, perspective in your uh, in, in your uh, in, in your pipe. <laughs> put that perspective in your pipe and smoke it. And, uh, yeah, so so that's the last time we pressed F3. So, yeah, we normally don't uh, press F3 until we raise that money. So that's kind of the, the tie-in. That is the, that's the hook. That's the, that's the, the scheme, if you want to call it a scheme. That guy calls it a scheme. All right, I guess, woo, I guess brown sheep aren't as rare <laughs> looking at two of them here, as I may have indicated, oh, in the previous episode. Careful, Wolfie, with the cactus. Woof. A nice cubicle of sand right there. But yeah, we're going to continue on. And uh, a brief recall, a brief recollection of the last episode, episode 513, where one of the questions from a patron was about my ooh, my thoughts on the gun control debate, gun violence. I'm not sure the specific wording, what it was, but... I, I briefly mentioned it, and of course, remember, I record those episodes, these episodes, a day early. So I actually recorded that on Monday, and in between the time of me uploading it and making it public at the scheduled time, uh, there was yet another tragedy, which was unfortunately a, a likelihood, because we can't seem to go 72 hours without any sort of mass shooting tragedy in this country. Uh, so I suppose that's not as unlikely of an event as it was, and I, I made a comment on Twitter that you can't you can't publish your thoughts fast enough to to stay ahead of of all these stories that keep coming out, and uh, because of that, tensions and opinions were already high, and uh, I didn't delve into it, and I'm still not going to delve into it. I'm still unsure if Farlands or Bust is the proper place. I mean. To be honest, every place should be the proper place as it's gotten to this point now. But uh, just for me personally, my, my decisions about my content, uh, that perhaps 
should reside somewhere else. I'm still... How? Almost fell. Uh, I'm still a little bit... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm 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 aware of a potential younger audience that partakes in Farlands or Bust, so kind of want to respect that. Uh, and uh, but yeah, that uh, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of make that programming note that I made those comments and 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 statements even prior to the most recent uh, in in Oregon. Uh, the news out of Oregon, so um, it, my opinion certainly doesn't stand, and I even took to the comments, and my, my I myself was, all, uh, you know, my blood was already boiling, despite the fact that I, I had talked about it uh, a day beforehand, uh, so I took to the comments and, and expressed myself, and, uh, you know, it, it's nice, you know, it, it's nice to uh, to get that out, to express, and, and back and forth, back and forth, and... Uh, uh, some of it, you know, the, the I, I only engage in in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Comments and and communication that seems at least respectable and and from of sensible mind. It's it's uh, on on either side, really. I mean, there are people on either side who, who take their language too far or something like that. So so that's you know, I I was in the comments. On and off in the last video through my Kurt Indeed channel. Obviously, I can't still make comments. I'm thinking, I can't make comments from Kurt J Mac yet uh, until YouTube finally gets around to removing the Google Plus integration from YouTube. Uh, but yeah, so through Kurt Indeed are, are where my comments come from. Uh, and uh, but yeah, perhaps not far lands or busts. Uh, but maybe we'll revisit that another time. But anyway, but anyway, continuing on here, I do have actually, I, I did uh, get a little bit wrapped up in, in some of that stuff, and I do actually have just a few more patron questions, and then I will indeed be getting to donor questions. I've, uh, in taking a few episodes off from answering them, I've, I've got a nice backlog here so we can have have a good series of, of donor questions answered. Yeah, I guess it, it appears as though brown sheep are actually quite common. <laughs> yeah, I've been finding one in every single pack of sheep, or herd of sheep, uh, murder of sheep, flock of sheep, flock. Yeah, it's probably flock, is it not? All right, flock of sheep, uh, since <laughs> I mentioned that, so way to prove me wrong, Minecraft. Uh, so yeah, let's go up here and, whoops. Make the elevated hidey hole for this night, go to sleep, and then continue in the morning. And awakeness. Woo! Ow, I still did it. Three blocks, three blocks, Kurt. That's what you gotta fall from. Here we go, a question from Sam W. W. Sam W. Asking about cars. What is the first car you've ever owned? Are you trying to figure out my security questions? Uh, <laughs> that is often silly little security questions for resetting passwords on certain sites. Uh, never choose those. Always, like, make up fake answers <laughs> to questions so that, you know, people won't know that sort of stuff because only you know them because they're lies. Uh, that's your little top tip, security internet tip of the day. Uh, what was the first car you've ever owned? A Chevrolet Cavalier. Two-door. Coupe. 
Uh, and then the next car I owned was a Chevrolet Cavalier, a <laughs> two-door coupe, uh, respectively with, uh, you know, a 10-year difference. The first one was a 91, um, bought very used as a first car. And then the next one was bought new as a new car. And that was uh, in 2004, after I graduated college both with the complete assistance of my father in purchasing those things. So uh, that I do feel indeed lucky to have had. But uh, yeah, had those two. And then uh, what, what is the favorite? What is your favorite car that you've ever owned? Well, I've only owned three. So not much to choose from, I'm afraid. Uh, it's it's two Cavaliers and then a Subaru Crosstrek right now is the current car. Although I still own the second Cavalier. So I'm going to go with the Crosstrek because it's kind of one that I chose myself. And it certainly is more comfortable and is a little bit more useful. Although I don't get to drive it as often as I would like. Uh, or utilize it, then, you know, <laughs> it start, I start to question, hmm, maybe I didn't need this thing after all. Uh, but uh, it, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that one. Uh, but but generally, I have not owned that very many cars, so I don't know that my my sample size is, is too great to really make a, a choice there. If willing, what is the car you own now? Oh, that's what I just answered. The uh, 2015 Subaru XV Crosstrek. You saw a preview of it, speaking of Kurt Indeed, or at least you saw the roof and the hood of it, uh, when I did the driving vlog, when I drove up the South Phoenix Mountain, uh, and uh, you got to see the, the front and the hood. I went with the blue. I really liked, I really liked the, there's this, like, metallic silver that's, like, really, like, a really cool uh, reflective metallic silver color that the, the Crosstrek and, like, the Impreza and some of the Subaru cars come in. But unfortunately, they only offer that with the black interior. And I was not about to get a black interior in 115 degree Phoenix sunshine. So I, I needed the tan interior. And uh, the only colors available there were the white or the black or the red or the blue, uh, I think. Or like the super duper orange. <laughs> um, so I went with the blue. It's not like a Subaru blue, it's like a lighter blue, but it's kind of a cool blue. It, I've noticed like at night, it's, it like, or in shade, it seems to like deepen and it starts to look more like that Subaru WRX blue. Although, but in, during the day in the sunshine, it's kind of more of a pale, uh, not a baby blue, but more just a kind of more of a true blue, like, you know, blue, blue like that. A little bit of a, a little bit of a twinge of purple in it, I suppose, but uh, yeah, I kind of like it. And uh, yeah, that's the car I own now. And uh, I like it. It, it, it works. The one thing I don't like, literally the one thing that just like, ah, uh, if if I could, is the steering wheel is a little bit plasticky feeling. Um, it doesn't have those thumb bumps at 10 and 2 that I like. The Cavalier did. Both Cavaliers did. Uh, and it, it's a little bit hard and plasticky feeling. Uh, unfortunately, the 2016 model has resolved that and they've upgraded it with a steering wheel that looks a lot more like the one that comes out of the Outback. I also test drove an Outback, uh, which I really liked. It's a very confident car. It, it's obviously a lot bigger, so it is a lot of a smoother ride. 
and more confident in, in turns and on the road, uh, but it has a really nice steering wheel that has the thumb bumps and it's kind of a, a little bit more of a squishier texture that you can get a good grip on, uh, and it looks like they're now applying that steering wheel uh, to the, the certain models uh, and what would have been the model that I got of the 2016 edition of the Crosstrek. So that is kind of like, meh, but it's not, you know, you could constantly be waiting year after year for the car to have exactly what you want, and they'll just simply add more and more things, so, uh, which I guess is kind of their marketing scheme to get people to buy new cars sooner, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy, happy with it, pretty happy with it, indeed, it, uh, it is a car, and it gets me places, uh, I'm not sure... It's still new, so I'm not sure about too much customization. I do want to black out the grill, though. Uh, so I do... Something I wanted to do today was to go out and pick up a can of Plasti-Dip and Plasti-Dip the, the grill, which is like a chrome, like the plastic chrome. But it's like the only chrome on the entire car, so it looks kind of off. Uh, so I've seen pictures of people who have done that to their their Subaru grills, and it looks really nice. It kind of matches the... The more uh, matte, rubberized look, rugged look that uh, you can find around the rest of the body cladding and, and the under, uh, you know, floor runners and things like that. So uh, might do that. That that'll probably be the first step to uh, to to making it my own. But yeah, thanks for those automotive questions. Uh, I I would like to own a fun car eventually, but. Uh, I don't see budgets allowing for such things in the next couple years, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> so this this right now has to function as the fun car uh, and the get around town car. So like I said, I can't do too much to it. We have uh, the last patron question that I brought along here with us today from Farlands National Park Ranger Greg. Thank you for your service. Um, what kind of still camera do you own? Are you thinking of doing more panoramas in your new environments? If you could buy any camera or camera gear, what would it be? Looking forward to more outdoorsy IRL video. Uh, camera gear. I own a Canon S60 or 90. One of those. I've always owned the Canon cameras because I had a S... Oh, maybe... Oh, no, I had a S60, which is like a bigger, older... It's a point-and-shoot, but more of an advanced point-and-shoot. And, and uh, it had a problem. It was well out of warranty, but it had a problem, and I noticed on the forums that there was actually a recall uh, earlier for the problem it had with the image sensor would, like, chop off half the image and make it all jittery. So I contacted Canon, and they said, yeah, even though your camera's, like, eight years old, uh, sure, just, you know, here's a shipping label, send it in, and we'll fix it. And sure enough, they turned around and fixed it for free on this totally old and out-of-warranty camera. So I've got a little bit of uh, brand loyalty there. So then I ended up, when I was done with that camera, buying the next, you know, the updated model, which was the S90 or whatever, which is another point-and-shoot camera, which was, was good to have around, and it's good to have on... Hikes and things like that, a smaller camera that's a little bit more manageable. Uh, but then I recently bought a T5i through their refurbished program. Uh, this last Christmas there was a good deal on the refurbished ones and have had nothing but good luck with that. Uh, I don't use it as much for still camera photography. I use it for recording the vlogs for the vlog channel. 
uh, and occasionally for, for still images, but I'm still not 100% up to speed on, on the best way to use it. Uh, I did take a few photography classes, but film photography classes back in college, so I don't know that much of what I learned completely applies or not, but uh, yeah, so that's what I own for still cameras. And then like the camera I strapped to the hood of the car for the drive vlog is a Monoprice action camera. I did not go with the GoPro. GoPro? No go. Uh, I went with the Monoprice action camera and it works out all right. It, it, it captures video and uh, does stuff good. So I think that was a, you know, save 150 bucks there and uh, do a little bit better uh, with that. The only problem is it doesn't have, I had to buy an adapter from Monoprice so that it could be adapted to GoPro adapters, uh, mounts and things like that, which is kind of a weird choice on their part. I don't know if it's a, maybe it's a legal thing that GoPro doesn't allow like their default mounts or, no, I don't know, because then they, 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 they sell the adapter, so that wouldn't make any sense. Hmm, that's screwy. Uh, so yeah, that's the other kind of camera. And yeah, I'm kind of, I'm thinking about, in addition to doing those driving vlogs every once in a while, maybe take that camera, if I can find a mount to put it like on my backpack or something, we can go on hikes or something like that would be kind of different and interesting, maybe? Who knows? But we'll see. Like I said, that... You know, the vlog channel is up and, and, and running, but it is not necessarily a priority of mine over... It's not even, like, the top five priorities of mine uh, as, as far as, like, gaming, videos, uh, Twitch, live streaming, uh, you know, all, patron awards and all that stuff put together. So, uh, so yeah, don't... That, you know, everybody always, oh, the channel's dead now because there hasn't been a video in two months. Not really, it's just not... That is not my... That is not my, uh... My, my claim, that is not my... My main source. Like, that's my hobby, maybe. <laughs> my job is the gaming content. My hobby... Very rare hobby is the vlog stuff, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, let's go to sleep and uh, continue in the morning. <laughs> And, uh, action cameraness. Right, Wolfie? Yep, he's ready to go. In this big gravel beach. Let's watch it collapse under us. No? Okay. Uh, we do need some boats, however. So let's make a few boats. And then we can also actually make a shovel. Boy, that iron shovel sort of broke a lot faster than I thought it would. Did it not? It's probably because you're using it to break your workbench. Yep, <laughs> that does take uh, damage. How are my boots doing, by the way? Ah, they've actually got a, a noticeable notch out of the endurance there. I don't think these are going to last as long as the diamond sort of spawn pointiness did. Now we can get back to questions from donors to Child's Play Charity. When they donated to Child's Play Charity, there's a little uh, comment box on the, the donation. You know, after you say donate, there's a, the donation page where you enter in how much you want to donate. Uh, there is a comment box, and I will I'll be allowed to see those comments. Uh, however, they are, by default, anonymous donations. So if you do want to, like, have, oh, this question is from me, then make sure you leave a, a from me, you know, this is from this person, uh, within the comment box, or else I won't know. What was that? Did you hear that? What was that noise? It sounded like a horn. 
Was that Wolfie? <laughs> it was like a weird glitch. Maybe it didn't even record. Maybe it was just in my headphones. It just sounded like a brrrt. <laughs> Are there gooses? Is there a goose? Um, but this one from donor Thunderloft. Since you're whoop, since you're whoop, since you're gluten free, ooh, ooh, ah, big empty chasm of doom and thunderloftiness. Since you're gluten free, do you choose your travel destinations based on the accessibility to gluten free food? Or do you just travel wherever you need and cross your fingers regarding food accommodations? I ask because here in Ireland, Ireland, we have the highest incidence of celiac disease in the world. Do you? There are many gluten-free restaurants and menu options in regular restaurants. Also groceries stock shelves of affordable, quote-unquote, gluten-free options. Um, well, I suppose I'll have to visit Ireland, but that also might make sense because I have Irish in my in my uh, lineage, but uh, no, I don't. I've only been gluten-free for so long, but I also don't allow it to restrict me, like even traveling to a convention like PAX Prime. I have found Seattle, or maybe just the restaurants we all, or I tag along to go to, uh, don't seem to be have as upfront gluten-free options as as one would imagine such a city. Portland, on the other hand, it's, that's all you can see, but uh, Seattle was a little bit stark in that regard. There was that one restaurant that I went to, the, the Soiter Bar, that was recommended to me by a fan uh, that I went to that was quite nice, where everything, it was a gluten-free kitchen, everything is gluten-free, uh, they have all the Soiters, which are gluten-free, uh, so that was a, a nice treat, but overall... Uh, I actually have a lot more luck here in Phoenix than I did in Seattle. Again, maybe I'm just hanging out with the wrong people, going to the wrong restaurants or something, but uh, that just seemed... Even even like the, the airport was, was very... Which airports in generally uh, don't have that much, I don't even think. Well, no, no, I remember going to breakfast in, in Midway Airport in Chicago, and there was a place, and they had a special, a separate little printed-out gluten-free options menu, so, I, yeah, well, hmm, maybe, I don't know. Um, but no, I don't, uh, I wouldn't decide my destinations based solely around that. I would kind of decide a destination based on based on what I wanted to see, or what there was to do, or the good timing, or the good weather, or whatever. Uh, and then from that, I would work backwards and say, okay, I'm going here, or I'm going to be in this city on this day. Let's search for appropriate restaurants, or whatever. Uh, but that is interesting. I didn't know that about Ireland, that they have the highest percentage or incidence of, of celiac disease, and uh, I suppose that would reflect that then they would have a bunch of gluten-free options. Neat. This one from Starman. Wasn't there a movie called Starman? Are you Jeff Bridges? <laughs> is, is that who was in it? Yeah. Um, do you listen to local radio stations? If so, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Not intentionally. In the, well, look at this platform. In the car, it's a little bit difficult or a little bit hard to avoid. 
Uh, although the, the 2015 Subaru has Pandora built in. Of course, you have to tether it with your phone, but... Uh, oh, Wolfie, your damage is of concern to me. I don't know how you got that. Maybe that was that weird noise I heard back there. Oop. Oh, God! Well, punching isn't going to help now, is it? <laughs> that was... Sorry. Wrong click. I do apologize. Here, have another one on the house. Um, just, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Good job. Pow! Right in the kisser. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, it, it has Pandora, which is kind of a nice thing. Uh, and, and actually, with my my old phone, the, the Nexus 4, I had a hard time, like, connecting. It might have been my service, too. And maintaining connection, even just the Bluetooth connection, so I think it was the phone. Uh, but with the Nexus 6 and Google Fi, it's actually much more reliable and easier to connect to the to the car and, and work back from there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's either that, or or I have a bunch of CDs that I burned from when I had the Cavalier. It only had a CD player; it had no auxiliary input or anything like that. So I just burn a lot of CDs from MP3s uh, or just MP3s. But uh, yeah, no, I dislike the radio immensely because they only play the same five songs over and over and over again. I've I've, I very uh, easily recollect multiple times on which I start a journey, hear a song, and then before that same journey is over, I hear that same song again. <laughs> so it's it's I am not a fan of the current state of broadcast radio. Uh, there aren't as you know, Chicago is a really big broadcast city, radio broadcast, television broadcast, news, whatever. Uh, Phoenix, maybe not so much. They don't really have what I would proclaim to be big stations that I'm aware of. Of course, I haven't been here long enough to know. But, uh, no, I, I try to avoid the radio, if at all possible, ever. So, yeah, there we go. Let's see, is there another one? I can, uh, whoo. I can answer here. Ow! There's that half a heart, and there goes more damage on my boots. E-bag. E-bag 13. Are you excited about Nickelodeon's announcement that they're going to re-air old 90s cartoons on what they're calling Splat? Ah, uh, this is the first I've heard of it. Well, when I copied and pasted your question, that's the first I heard of it. But this is the first I've heard of it on an episode of Farlands of Bust. Um, no. <laughs> I'm not really excited, because I don't watch that much TV. Uh, I'm assuming by saying old 90s cartoons, you're talking about like the Animaniacs and Tiny Toons and Pinky in the Brain and all that crazy stuff that I can try to remember. The Tick, maybe? I, I don't know. Uh, but I suppose that makes sense. Banking on the nostalgia and stuff, but I don't even know if I have Nickelodeon, to be honest with you. It's certainly not a channel I watch ever, if I do. And I do, or I don't know if I do, honestly, but uh, no, I that that's that's news to me. That's interesting. I suppose I could see some excitement around it, but I don't really... Yeah, I, I'm not much for that sort of nostalgic stuff, I guess. Like, I'm not going out of my way to watch The NeverEnding Story or Labyrinth, or, you know, any of these quote-unquote nostalgic movies or medias from, from childhood or whatever. I, yeah, I'm not, 
I do not, uh, I do not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I do not wallow in nostalgia, <laughs> is the word? I don't know, that sounds kind of like a negative word, but, uh, yeah. So, yay, I guess, for people who are excited about that, but meh. I, no, I don't really watch. Uh, the sun is setting, and I'm not finding an immediate, easy question to answer here, so we are going to find our way to a shoreline here, and also happens to look like it's going to be located in a forest again, so we'll have to be mindful of the creepers that are potentially going to be hanging out outside of our hoity holes at the beginning of the next episode. Mm, let's see if we can't. Maybe we should get over... Oh, that's a big old tree. Big old tree! Uh, oh, nope, this was actually a bad idea. I'm like, well, maybe on the other side of this hill there'll be some safe areas. But no, there are not. There's actually some caves here. Can I turn this into a... Uh, no, that's like a legit cave. Let's not do that. Let's actually get to the other side of this hill. Whoa! Oh, that's more of that same cave. Good job. Um, hey, how about right here? Although, no, no, that's actually not going to work because there's more cave. All right, let's uh, let's make quick work of this. How about just in the side of this mountain? Let's do that. Beep. I'm not sure how often I decide to do this. Probably for Wolfie's sake. How? How? And my sake. Good gravy. Huh? Oh, not going to make it. All right. There we go. Maybe I should break that just to make sure nothing can can get me. All right, Wolfie, uh, you keep watch up there and also don't fall while you're at it. That would be great. I will dig in here and make kind of a uh, a mountainside luxury hidey hole. Block it off. Fill it out, and uh, thank everybody for those generous donations to Child's Play Charity, like I said. Helping us get ever so slightly towards our $60,000 goal for Child's Play Charity. And thank you for so your support here on Farlands or Bust and on my channel. I hope I'm, in addition to Farlands or Bust, I hope I'm making videos of interest for you to enjoy. We're making some new friends, playing Rocket League with new friends, and playing new racing games, and we're going to be playing old racing games with some new friends starting next week as well. Hype alert! And what else are we doing? Oh, we should probably make some boats is, is another thing we should do. <laughs> and yeah, so it, 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 things, things are, are, are looking up for old Kurt J. Mack. At least in regards to all, all the games we're playing, we're getting some nice nice variety and, and getting some nice feedback, so I do appreciate that. And, as always, appreciate your support here for Farlands of Bust and for, for following along with the journey. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time.
Ooh. Ooh. Ah. 